0: Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and good morning, everyone, for being here. Uh, this work is made up uh, in collaboration with Professor Giuseppe Giambango and with Dr. Emma Mama polla and regards uh, the multi scale approach applied on measuring materials. Actually, measuring a measuring structure is a uh, uh, texture materials whose overall behavior strongly be- depends on the uh, inelastic phenomena that take place mainly at joints. So. We can uh, differentiate between a, me- a macroscopic scale and a mesoscopic scale of interest, each one referred to a uh, corresponding the theoretical approach. For example, if we use the macroscopic approach, the structure is uh, homogenized and uh, um, this permits to reduce the computational cost, uh, uh, but uh, strong simplifications are introduced in the formulation. Otherwise, the mesoscopic approach is more appropriate because. Each constituent uh, is uh, modeled uh, as a distinct, uh, a distinct element of the structure, uh, but this requires a great computational effort. So, a multi scale approach seems to be the good compromise between the two, the two approaches, and uh, um, actually, this uh, means that uh, we can. Uh, uh, in, uh, identify a macroscale and a mesoscale, and between these two scales the information are exchanged. So the main problems to to solve are related to the macro-to-mesoscale transition and vice versa. The solution of a boundary value problem, the evaluation of a macroscopic tangents different metrics, and a macroscopic localization. Uh, usually the finite element is used at both the two scales, for macro scale and for mesoscale. We instead use the finite element, discretization for the macrostructure, and the meshless approach for the mesostructure. What is important is to um, as the first step is to identify a representative volume element. Uh, for the running bond measure uh, some author Antoine Massa, they uh, identify uh, a representative volume element made up of a block surrounded by half of a mortar joint because two uh, directions of periodicity can be identified in these in these kind of structures. But uh, for these uh, um, structures, a, a problem, an important problem, is uh, uh, how much is to be The dimension of the representative volume element with respect to the dimension of the finite element, the so-called principle of separation of scales, and this problem is not always respected for this kind of structure. Cannot be respected just because the real structures as have very big, very big blocks. So, once the uh, representative volume element is uh, identified, the principle of virtual displacement is uh, uh, applied to write down the equilibrium of the the volume. We use uh, linear displacement uh, as uh, boundary conditions for our our representative volume element, and the scale transition is uh, based on the equivalence between the virtual work density at the two scales, the so-called Hill-Mandel principle. The Hill Mander principle is introduced inside the principle of virtual displacements to obtain the macro to mesoscale and meso to macro scale transition laws. That means that uh, starting from, starting from sorry, the macro mesh, a finite element can be identified, and inside the finite element, there are some Gauss points, some evaluation points, and uh, for each evaluation point, uh, the strain field is evaluated, and it is uh, imposed to the U C as a boundary condition, and uh, the stress is uh, uh, the result of the analysis of the boundary value problem. So, according to the meshless approach, our representative volume element has to be divided in different domains. We choose to divide the representative volume element into five domains, one representing the brick, which is assumed elastic, and other four regions mm-hmm. that represent the mortar joint uh, that are assumed as elasto-plastic zero-fitness <coughs> interfaces. The displacement field within each one of these domains uh, is approximated using use some approximation functions as in the meshless uh, approach. For the interfaces, uh, we did these assumptions: the uh, tractions uh, are uh, continuous, the strains are uniform, the strain is divided in, an, in an elastic and in a plastic part. The elastic domain uh, is uh, composed of uh, a mordulum and a tensile cutoff uh, uh, lines, and non-associative flow rules are, uh, are used to take account of uh, dilatancy effects. At the end of the of the analysis for uh, the mesh solution, this uh, um, system, this solution system is uh, uh, solving system is obtained where K is the stiffness of the of the unit cell um, while the second term of this, uh, of this equation is always known because the Fp Vector is obtained after an elastic predictor and a plastic corrector stage, um, while the u over signed is instead uh, obtained uh, after the macro to mesoscale transition. We calculated also the tangent stiffness stif- stif- matrix, and we uh, um, do we can identify two um, portions. Of the, of the matrix, one that can be assumed as the, the elastic part and the other one that is assumed as the plastic component and these uh, are obtained, working also on this, on this vector. And uh, once the, the elastic, the tangent matrix is, uh, is calculated, the localization of plastic banks can be performed. In particular, uh, if we consider, for example, a finite element uh, or area or a Gauss point area, uh, with uh, a bound uh, inserted in, uh, in, the, in the element uh, in correspondence of the weak discontinuities that uh, in these lines traction continuity conditions, compatibility conditions have to be imposed and considering also the constitutive relations the localization conditions for discontinuous or continuous bifurcations can be identified in particular for uh, in the case of a continuous bifurcation which means that uh, the, um, in the element, uh, the band is uh, still not identified, the material is always sound, uh, so um, these two metrics are the same. So, this second part of the equation is equal to zero, so the uh, system reduces to this one, where L is called acoustic tensor. And the determinant of this uh, tensor um, actually determines the um, uh, the initial condition for the, uh, the first uh, band localization. Once the, uh, locali- the band is localized, it is inserted at the Gauss point, so in the finite element uh, mesh, in a smeared sense, in, a, in, a, uh, in an embedded way. And uh, um, in this case, the strain and uh, the strain and stress uh, rates are evaluated at the macro scale as a weighted um, uh, average, as an average of the the same values uh, in the band and in the the, uh, elastic area. In particular, um, the AB area uh, um, from which we can determine the fraction uh, area of the band and of the sound part uh, is uh, uh, obtained in a phenomenological way in the sense that uh, we look to the failure mechanism that uh, is obtained when we take uh, a measurement specimen subjected to uh, different uh, loads for example a load along the uh, the bed joint with a better angle with respect to the bed the bed joint or orthogonal to the bed joint and finally to so solve instead that the entire finite element a modified quadrature rule is uh, uh, from Velichko is, uh, is written. This is the numerical procedure. I just to seconds to say that from the Gauss point we obtain this uh, strain. This strain is divided into two uh, parts. The D part is inserted, uh, is uh, uh, imposed to the UC to obtain the, uh, the stress and the new um, uh, elastic tensor. And then the, all the values are uh, weighted and uh, we go back. So the first, uh, for the first example, we uh, uh, simulated a numerical another numerical example already present in in literature, which is a masonry wall of Masad, which this, is this uh, wall with an opening uh, subjected to this uniform vertical load, to a monotonically increasing load. We used the same the same finite element mesh, the same sorry, the same unit cell. Dimension the same parameters, and as you can see, uh, we obtain almost the same curve. And, but what is important is uh, to, uh, uh, to analyze the evolution of plastic bands in the, in the mesh. The band starts from the opening and uh, um, goes toward the two corners of the, of the wall, and also other horizontal mode one cracks are present at the two uh, sides of the opening. This is confirmed at the mesoscale. Uh, at, for example for a point in this uh, diagonal because for example for point 3 a typical staircase case plastic uh, uh, is, uh, is identified instead a mode 1 is at point point sixteen. The second example I just show you in uh, two seconds because I, I don't have time is the simulation of a wall we simulate this uh, collapse uh, that is really reason for a succeeding of the ground and uh, uh, just you have to um, look, give a look to the classic uh, uh, Vance uh, localization for different steps, for example, step 50, 200, 300, 500, when the uh, collapse mechanism uh, typical of an arch is uh, complete. So these are uh, conclusions, uh, in a few. Time we can say that we use a finite element meshless procedure with linear displacement using a measured, uh, formu- meshless formulation for the mesoscale, using also zero thickness interfaces for the motor joints. We evaluated the tangent stiffness matrix uh, that uh, uh, from what we can, we could localize plastic bands. And finally the numerical examples uh, confirm the goodness of this uh, actually of this of this uh, approach. These are some of the future uh, developments, uh, and uh, in particular we want to uh, include periodic uh, boundary conditions instead of linear, uh, also a non-linear constitutive model, model for brick, and uh, we want to improve the macroscape macro, uh, final element formulation. So, thank you for your attention.